And action. Hi. Hey, guys. Welcome to episode 147. Hmm. Yes. Of, Hello of your mom's house. With Potafria. And Crystal. We're here. I thought this was the Patreon episode. I didn't realize this was the real one. So anyway, luckily I'm prepared. For those of you just listening to the audio, she has a fake cigarette in her fucking hand. My I thought it was mom. real. Yeah, a lot of people are already messaging me like, what the fuck? A smoke? You're having a smoke? I got so excited. I was like, she's smoking again. No, nope. no. It's a prop. And I have a whole pack of them and I'm not sure why, but they come in. They're here. all fake? Yeah, it's a pack of fake ones. For what? Like, just a prop? It's a prop, yeah. It looks hella real, like, through the computer. Does fake smoke come out of it? No, I wish. I need you guys who are watching the video to see my cup. It says cat mom. Cat mom, guys. In the room today. There's no cats. Okay. Nope. They ran out. Yeah, no cats. I've had a long week since the last time we recorded i've had a long fucking day yeah um but so remember the last episode or whatever when i was talking about mercury being in retrograde or whatever six planets in retrograde and all the shit right yeah it continues so um with without saying too much um satan got stabbed God, my ex that I call Satan got stabbed. And um, this was last week, right? This is right around the time when everything was getting crazy. And I said, all these exes were hitting me up and shit. And I just randomly like hit him. I don't remember what it was for. Oh no, I hit him because I saw a post of him like in a hospital bed and he has asthma hella fucking bad. So I thought it was COVID. And I was like, if he has COVID, like it's going to be bad. But no, it wasn't that. It was something else bad. It was equally bad, but he got fucking stabbed. So I was like hella upset or whatever. But luckily, because of people being vaccinated and whatever, I was allowed to go up to visit. Oh, good. Yeah. When I had the baby, nobody was allowed like to come in or anything. So um, like as far as visitors, they didn't have visiting hours. So did you have to show your card? Yeah, I did. And then, um, like I took bunny, but she couldn't go in because she wasn't vaccinated. Or if you have a a negative, uh, COVID test results of a negative COVID test within the last 72 hours, they'll let you with that also, but I didn't have either. So she couldn't go in. So she waited in the car for me for like two and a half hours. Right. Right. So I'm in there and I'm on my visit and shit and I'm like holding it together. I really did not want to see him like that. Um, That's somebody, he's an ex, but like it's deeper than that. Like he's like family to me. Um, Right. He's basically basically Bunny's dad uh, for all intents and purposes. He's raised her since she was a baby um, and still continues to do so. Yeah, he's hella good to her. Yeah, he's like family. You know what I mean? He's more than just an ex. He's family. Like I know his whole family and like me and his sister grew up together and it's deeper, right? So I was trying to hold it together and shit and I'm in there and um, we're talking or whatever, but like he hasn't been able to use the bathroom for days at that point. Um, 
like urinating or anything like hasn't used the bathroom for days where on his where on his body did he get stabbed in his like abdomen it hit his intestines so he had to have emergency surgery um to sew it up and they had to do one of them big ass zipper cuts from oh to his chest you know and that that's all crazy stitched like a zipper so I seen that and I was just like, fuck, you know, but I didn't want to like appear upset in front of him. Um, yeah. But like he couldn't eat or drink anything. That was like day three by the time I got there. Um, can't have anything to swallow at all, like just IVs. So that was tough. Um, just, you know, I'm very emotional. I cry over everything anyway. Yeah. It was like making sure I didn't. Um but then you know like I felt some kind of way and then after my visit like I went home and shit and you know the nurturing motherly part of me immediately wants to click into like taking care of him mode so right. I him and I'm like hey like what happened now like did you see the doctor again and then I hit him the next day and I could you know and my friend actually called me out and she was like don't let this happening take you back to that and put you back yeah. on the road, you know, because you have a big heart. She's the same way. And she's like, don't, you know, automatically want to take care of him now and take on that job and like slip back into that place. And I, I, you know, I was, it was crazy. I started crying. Cause I was like, I could feel myself doing that. And I didn't even catch it. Like I didn't even yeah. realize that's what was happening, but I started like regularly hitting him and like, he has a girlfriend. I'm not, you know, hitting him in that kind of way. Right. Hi, in the camera. Uh, (laughs) Sorry. Um, I wanted to turn the volume up. (laughs) You guys got a nice close up. So anyway, um, you know, I'm not hitting him like in a romantic sense. I'm just, it's right. Concern, right. But at the same time, like he has a girlfriend. I don't want to step on anybody's toes. He told me he has a baby on the way. Um, that was another upsetting thing. Cause you know, I have in my mind, these rules that are not they're like, uh, what is it called? Double standard. Like, you know, I have a baby at home, but like- They're called you... hypocritical. Yeah, like, don't you dare have a baby. And me having one is none of your business. Like, <laughs> don't you dare have one, right? So, you know, I, I tried not to like lay that on too thick, but I wasn't really happy with the news, but whatever, you know, I, I mean, I love him and he's family to me. So um, yeah, happy, then that's cool. Um But yeah, you know, I I didn't want to step on anybody's toes, but I totally felt myself slipping back into that position of me wanting to constantly be like, do you need anything? Do you need me to bring an outfit up there? Are your clothes bloody at the hospital? Like I'm clicking into that mode and bitch, that ain't your job, you know? It's so easy to do. So many women, not just you, but so many women with exes, if something big happens, like a tragedy or a scary moment, life altering, um, we instantly think of, oh shit, we could have lost them or, oh shit. And we immediately revert back. And a lot of times things like that um, lead to people getting back together who should not be back together. Right. Exactly. And I feel like if he was single, you know, that's something that could happen. And I didn't want it to happen. You know what I mean? Like we're good where we're at, but you know, my love language is doing everything for a person. Everything. Um, fucking grocery shopping to paying bills to fucking doing your laundry to like surprising you with fucking whatever like that's my love language so you're definitely acts of service i am i'm a big ass trick so i'm like (laughs) calm down like that's not your job he has a girlfriend like don't be offering to do all this shit like i had to i'm so glad your friend 
called you out. Yes, Natalia, thank you if you're listening um, because you stopped me right in my tracks because that's exactly where I was going. So much so that when she said it, I started crying because I was like, oh my fucking God, like I've never felt that called out like on the spot before. Ladies, take notes. Do that shit with your friends for sure. Yeah, but um, anyway, so he's he's still not home, but he's doing better. And I just, you know, he told me don't cry and stuff. And like, because I told him I was really upset, but he said, you know, he's doing better and he is going to get to go home eventually. So, you know, he's going to live. But it was, a, it is a serious injury, you know? And yeah, yeah. I mean, I knew that already from being admitted, but then to not, use the bathroom to pee or anything for days and then not to even have water or anything like that's that's more serious than I thought so he's lucky he didn't need a fucking colostomy bag yeah I thought I was gonna walk into that because Mm. when we were talking he had already mentioned that he hasn't been able to use the bathroom and he won't get to even they won't even consider letting him go home until he can pass Stuff, right you know so i was like great um you know he can't get up and shit like so is he gonna have a shit bag like when i get there i was all you know nervous about it but i mean whatever we're close enough that even if he did i wouldn't like make jokes about a fake butthole or anything or like you know or like poop being in a bag i wouldn't do it. i mean maybe to lighten the mood but like i wouldn't be grossed out like i would with oh um, i guess in all my years of in-home healthcare and dealing with different issues and injuries and shit, a colostomy bag has probably been the hardest for sure. I get freaked out because when you told me they make a fake butthole. They do. They make you a stoma on your stomach and it looks like a butthole. Like a puckered butthole. Yes, it has a little... out more than the shit because, you know, I have four kids I've dealt with changing hella diapers. I've got shit on my hand through work. I've got shit on my hand. I had a great Dane. I was picking up shit enough, large enough for like multiple adults. You know what I mean? Like I deal with a lot of shit. That part wouldn't bother me. It's the the fake butthole. So visually, please, anybody with a colostomy bag, please don't take offense. Um, I'm just referencing my experience with taking care of Carolyn when she had one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's because the the digestion time is is dramatically cut down because you know it doesn't have to travel all the way through or what the issue is but the smell is so much more magnified so visually it was fine for me the fucking smell that shit'll knock an army over and then you know you still pass gas you still fart right out so of- all, out of out of your your fake butthole. You still pass gas. And I would look over and all of a sudden Carolyn's shirt would be hella swollen. And I'm like, you got to let the air out of that bag or it will pop. And that smell. You know what? We're done. Yeah, let's move on. Let's move on. So I really feel for people with those. It's fucking hard, man. Yeah, it is. It's hard. Yeah, it's more than just like dumping it, you know, like it's a lot more involved. That's the easy part. Yeah, I know. Like the healing from that when it's removed and possible mm-hmm. infection and risk of infection, all that shit. Like, yeah, it's, it's way more than I thought about before. Like when I, you know, knew that was possible to make one. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> so that wasn't a fun part of my week. Um, they raised my rent. <laughs> Do you want to talk you about too? that? 
Yeah, you know what? You had told me about yours, and then you know I thought I was okay because it's, it's still COVID time, right? So yeah. like they had told me a few months ago, like we're not doing any late fees like this year, and and if you get late fees here, I, it's high. It's like twenty percent of your rent or something. It's like a few yeah. hundred, right? So late fees are a big deal. But they they sent out this memo and shit that they weren't um, applying any late fees, you know, as a courtesy because it's COVID time and shit. So last year I didn't get a rent increase, but the other day I go to leave and there's like a thing clipped on my door. And then I see one on the neighbor's door and I'm like, okay, usually we get those when they want to do like a smoke alarm inspection or like fireplace inspection, shit like that. No, it was a fucking rent increase. How much? That much. It was only, excuse me, it was only like $85, but that's still $85. I don't want yeah. on top of what the fuck I already pay right? during COVID time. And, you know, it's already hella overpriced over here. And I can't use none of the amenities that are in this property right now. So I feel fucked over. Yeah, they're like, you can't use the pool, the gym, the fucking computer lab, but uh-huh. we're, right. we're going to charge you even more Yeah, during COVID. Here. Right. Just so fucked up. Yeah, I, I thought about calling and asking, like, I don't want to rock the boat and, like, make it be a problem tenant, you know, so they could be like, well, bitch, you could just move. Um, but Somebody I thought was- about calling and just being like, you know, it's a really shit- shitty time to do this. Like, and um, is there any way I could dispute it or, like, counter offer or something? Because my- Counter offer? My amenities aren't being, can we meet in the middle somewhere, you know? Yeah, no. Use the shit that I'm paying for. For the last few two years, I haven't been able to use any of the shit on the property that I've wanted. Right. And that has a lot to do with why we live here, you know? Yep. Because there's nice things that I like to be included, but whatever. That sucked also. Somebody recently was telling me if you Google, there's a bunch of grant programs right now where if you need help with your rent or you're behind on utilities and need help, that they will pay them for you. Yeah, I did hear about that. And I had a friend that actually lives in Solano County look into it and they were going to pay off a bunch of her rent. Um, I think it's like a one-time thing. The The problem is I've already been paying my rent, so I'm not behind on any. Do you so, need to be behind? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, the, you know, Gavin Newsom or whatever made that announcement that California is going to be take care, taking care of all back rent that's owed. But I've paid it all this time. That's after. great, though. Yeah, I know. That's huge that they're even fucking doing that. So if you are behind on rent, definitely go online and look into it because um, I heard it's a pretty easy process to sign up and you just have like a form verified by your leasing company or your landlord or whatever. And then they, they approve it and they pay it. Oh, that's fucking great. Yeah. Thank you, Mr. Newsom. Yes. Um, so, so over the weekend, you know, me and my liquor store stories, what now? Can you just stop going? Dude, this one's kind of Teeter's fault. So I go to the liquor store right down the hill. Mm-hmm. And you know, that's one where I'm cool with the owners. Yeah. And it's like 9, 930. So it's kind of late. You know, the fun people come out at night. So <laughs> Teeter goes with me. We walk in. Immediately, I walk in and there's this white dude who is fucking spun. He, he's like oh, in great. his mid 
he appears to be mid to late forties, but God only knows how old he is. Mm-hmm. Um, He's twenty one, dude. <laughs> he, I'm not even gonna get into his description. He's just a white dude, okay. just high as fuck, and, and not on weed, okay. Yeah. So he's like moving about the store hella fucking fast, like these sharp ass fucking rigid, quick fucking matrix movements everywhere. And um, he had this Burger King milkshake on the counter. And at this point, it's just us three in there with the owner. Um, And yeah, and then like two other uh, older black men walk in and the man, the tweaker guy is like, to me, he's like, you drop something. I'm gullible as fuck. So I look down and he yells hello loud. Ha ha. Yeah, it's my number. And fucking. No, Steve- he fucking did it. I'd be like, bitch, I'm not high. So I'm not in the mood to play these fucking games with you. Oh my God. I fucking Stevie and I were dying laughing. Like, oh my God, he is so much nerve. Just imagine if he did that to me. I would have been like, bitch, look, dude, I don't think you're fucking funny. Hey, we were like, what the fuck? Me and the owner lock eyes and, you know, over my mask, I make eye contact, like, what the fuck, right? And so he grabs these two big ass gallons of crystal geyser water and he puts them up on the counter. And when he does that, he knocks this Burger King milkshake all over the counter, the glass counter. No. So instead of asking for a paper towel or, you know, looking for something to properly clean it, he takes his filthy black mechanic looking fingers and rubs it into the glass Where and the are guy you rubbing it to you think your hands are gonna absorb milkshake <laughs> oh my god i would have asked him are you a fucking child what are you doing the owner goes hey no stop that stop that now you're so making we- it worse oh my god he smeared it everywhere so stevie and i are still cracking up in line there's like three people behind us at this point we get up to the front, dude fucking leaves. I have a Red Bull, a 12 ounce Red Bull can sitting up there with a bunch of other stuff. And the thing of the black plastic bags that are all hooked together were on the counter. So I tell Stevie, you know, start bagging it up while I'm paying for it. That way we can hurry up and get out of the way. So I see her out the corner of my eye. She's struggling. She's struggling. And she's like, I can't get it. I can't do it. And I'm like, just go like this, right? So the Red Bull cans like this, you know, there's condensation on the can. So I'm like, dude, it's easy. Go like this. And I go like this, right? To get the condensation. And she screams. Yes. I move my hand up and down the can. She screams. Oh my God. Why did you just do that like that? Everybody in the store starts dying laughing, right? Oh my God. I'm fuck. You know, I don't get embarrassed easily, but. Dude, I was embarrassed. I was so mortified. You're like, Stevie, just go like this and jerk it. Just jerk it so the moisture comes off. Damn it. I did it Why so... Why do that on your own already? I fucking did it so innocently, but she was so grossed out. Everyone's dying laughing. The dude behind her is like, you have a cool ass mom. And I'm like, oh, really, you bitch? You off jokes with your mom. Yeah, like... Am I cool because I didn't beat her for fucking saying that to me? Right. Or am I cool for fucking stroking the Red Bull can? Both. A little bit of both. Dude, we get in the car and I'm like, oh my God, Teeter, I can't believe you said that. And she's like, no. Oh my God, I can't believe you did it like that. And I'm like, 
dude, I was really just trying to fucking get the moisture. I was trying to be funny this time. I was being serious for once. (laughs) And I was like, oh, so we've reached a new level in our mother-daughter relationship. Oh, God. Jack off dick humor. Right. So this is what we're doing now. Fun. It's a good time. Yeah, I wasn't mad. Um, Of moms. We went to visit my mom finally. It had been, I thought it had been two months. I I guess it had been three because she was like ready to cry. She thought the baby wasn't going to remember her and all this shit. And PP went right to her. And I said, she probably thinks you're me. You know, we always joke like that, but she really does think that you're me. And then she kind of looked over at me and looked confused. And I said, yeah, she's like, why are there two of you right now? Like, you went right to my mom and she was happy. And we stayed there for a while. My mom has like a guest room all put together now. So she was trying to like, uh, bribe me into spending the night she was like i'll make you vegan enchiladas like if you bring the cheese and i had to think like don't try to bribe me with food one because it might work but yep. two, like don't fucking act like you know me <laughs> like, she's like but, i know you but you know what i'm so in, you know i like to go home i'm so in, like maybe a year ago I would have done it but like I love my bed so much I love it's like my safe space now I'm happy with being home I always want to be home so I was like hell nah like I'm driving home (laughs) so we had a nice visit though I bet you made her fucking weekend so that's good yeah I told her I'll come back I'll bring them back before another three months so you know they could get more time in dude that's good well I went to my dad's today and walked into a shit storm literally uh my dad goes as soon as i get there he goes uh chrissy i used an enema and i clogged the toilet and oh, i can't unclog it and i'm like you're the person to go to for that really isn't there like a maintenance man or something on site no but I isn't there what? like anybody else in the world so I go in to try and unclog it. Either he couldn't tell your brothers, he tells you. It's always me. So I go in there, I'm gagging, and I go to use their plunger. It's like so old, it doesn't even suction. So I'm just stirring shit <laughs> stew. It's so gross. You're making a witch's. Is it a cauldron? A cauldron? I mean, I had a toilet cauldron going. Of Halloween shit. <laughs> oh my god, gross! It smelled so fucking bad. I, I, sh- I, you know, shake the plunger off. I grab a bunch of toilet paper to hold underneath it so I can move it. You know, and there's hunks, there's hunks of, sh- hunks of shit stuck to the plunger. <laughs> I'm hella gagging, like, <laughs> dude, it was bad, and um. <laughs> I was like, I can't fucking do it. And you know, we just paid $700 uh, less than two weeks ago to have the plumbing done. So I'm like, I'm not calling a fucking plumber. No, they should be like able to come back, right? So my dad goes next door after I leave, thank God, and asks the neighbor, like, that's something you shouldn't borrow from another person is a plunger. I just feel like that's hepatitis waiting to happen or something the type of tools you can share yeah no let me borrow a flashlight but you know my dad has less shame than me so he's like can i borrow your plunger oh my god you can have it uh, here you can just have it 
No, that's what I would say. You could, I'll get a new one. Yeah, just take it. So he borrowed it and he texts me and he's like, hey, Chrissy, you don't need to come back. I borrowed uh, the neighbor's plunger and I got it unclogged. And my response was, you better fucking wash that before you return. (laughs) (laughs) He's like a gross ass child. (laughs) We had a conversation the other day. I was so irritated with him. You know, he doesn't like to shower, but I did the calculations when I went over there over the weekend and it, it's probably been two weeks since he showered. The fact that you have to sit there and do math and like in your head, remember events and like the last thing that, that could trigger a memory of him showering is fucked up already. And I got hella mad and I was, and I had to stay there and ensure that he took a shower because I'm like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> Come on, dad. Two fucking weeks. Yeah, that's a long time, and that's gross as fuck. You're the one perpetuating the white stereotypes, asshole. <laughs> like, what the fuck? And you better be washing your fucking legs. Your legs are an asshole, and don't act like it's gay to wash your butthole. You better get all in that shit. Well, girl, you know he likes using enema, so he probably scrubs his ass, but I can't imagine he washes his legs. Oh, no. There's probably a thick layer of, like, skin. Lizard skin. skin. Yeah, <laughs> God, shut up. Oh, God, he just... Well, that's very frustrating. That sounds like a really good time. No, no, it doesn't. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't. How's what Carolyn? She's all right. She's Carolyn. She posted her boyfriend, didn't she? Oh, my God. She shared the photo of the nurse. And the it was nurse like... Said, okay, so her aunt, if you guys don't know, we've talked about it in previous episodes her aunt uh developed a little bit of a thing for one of her nurses um and was like yeah like I can't wait to have him come over and like calling him her boo and shit text him every day yeah and like inappropriate hours and like inappropriate number of text messages yes uh yeah so I saw well Crystal's brother sent us a text a screenshot that she actually fucking posted his photo. And I'm like, did she take this off his page? Like, I hope she yes. wasn't like, babe, send me a picture. <laughs> this ain't no. your nurse no more. <laughs> no, it's not. She shared it from his page and oh, was like, I didn't know you could do that. And it was like, thank you, my friend, or something. Oh, God. And I've and been compiling her him off. Like, look, y'all, look who this is. I've been compiling a bunch of screenshots from her Facebook. They're so fucking funny. It would make like great t-shirts, a great coffee table book, uh, a postcard series, something like she's fucking hilarious. She makes me want to get Facebook just for her. Like I don't even need to add nobody but her. There's a photo she posted of her cat and there's like a Budweiser bottle next to it. She don't even realize. And she's like, so embarrassing. She <laughs> didn't care. Oh, it's like true trailer, man. It is, but we love her. Love her. Um, Will is a fucking liar. So I meant to tell you this like a week ago. I had went to Berkeley at night like a week ago. And remember we talked about all the encampments being bulldozed and how fucked up it was that they got all the homeless people and locked them out of the ship. Yeah. So what happened was um, I kept talking about the ones off the Ashby exit that had power generators and lights and tents and all that kind of shit and cars to them. So all of those are still there. 
So they, okay. they didn't actually make them move. They did bulldoze some of the garbage because they were kind of hoarding shit over there. They yeah. did get rid of that. And then underneath the university overpass in, in Berkeley um, off of 80, there were some people staying there that they fenced off. So he was right about that. But I was like livid when we talked about it. Cause I was like, where the fuck are those people going to go? Why would you do that right now? We there is quite a few that live under the university one where there was, there was yeah. like a whole little camp. But the one, the area that got fenced off is the one that's actually on the freeway. Oh, okay. Like the little under part right there. So they mm -hmm. fenced that. Cause I mean, that's probably not safe. Cause it's like right Dangerous. on the freeway. Yeah, yeah. So I assume that that's probably why they fenced that part off. But um, the people with the power and shit, they, they're still all set up from, oh, from good. The, the Ashby. Yeah. I mean, as sad as it is, at least they left them the fuck alone. So that was kind of good, you know, it, I know we went off about it for a while. So good. that makes me feel a little better. Like, little just bit, like yeah. Leave that for now, like until we can figure shit out, like leave people alone right now. Yeah, leave them the fuck alone, for yeah. real. I don't like it. Don't bug them. So yesterday when all the so Facebook and the IG was not working, like all yeah, day. everything was down. What, what was going on? Did you ever find out? So a whistleblower came out late the night before. On 60 Minutes? I believe so. And basically was saying that Facebook knew what was going on uh, January 6th with the insurrection at the Capitol. Uh -huh. um, and they let it happen because they're making money on it. And so, uh, you know, they're going to get in trouble for that shit. And then coincidentally, Facebook and IG, who are both owned by the same people, are down all day and I've read shit saying that it's not a coincidence they're basically purging anything they can to uh not incriminate themselves I read that they were in court like is that related to the same thing like yeah deleting evidence for for that yeah but so but other people were like the bitch has hella screenshots so it don't matter go ahead and delete whatever you want now like screenshots right. are forever right right um, but I got worried. Um, I'm someone that makes money on fucking Instagram and yeah. I know a lot of other people. I have a lot of other friends that do as well that have, you know, product deals and, you know, shit like that. And I was like, wow, like if it's gone, cause you know, there was a rumor going around on Twitter that it wasn't just down, that it was actually deleted. If we lost our pages, you know, that we've like spent years building, um, a lot of people's money would be fucked up. So I was worried I mean for that. Hello dysfunction. Like our main, our main business is on IG. Yeah, we don't really um like we just and network and shit on Facebook. Like we have the group page, but other than that, like all of our promoting and shit is like done through Instagram. And we just um we're almost done, but we just got our website built. So mm -hmm. all of you guys, you know, can go there always if this ever happens again. Hello yeah, dysfunction podcast. There are other ways of uh, keep maintaining contact. That's what it made me realize. Were you crying yeah. because Facebook was down? I wasn't crying, but I was like, Stress? I'm not, I'm not talking to people in real life again. Like <laughs> I use Facebook, like an online journal. I, yeah, there's, yeah. For, since like probably 2014, since my Nona got sick with cancer, you know, I document shit that happens in my life, funny shit with the kids, my dad, there's, 
And I, what I really got scared about is I have so many videos and photos that are nowhere else. Yeah, but me too. That's what I got worried about for my Instagram because I don't have like uh, copies of any of that shit. Yeah, so it made me realize I need to figure out I was going to say photo bucket. We ain't used photo bucket in years, but I need to photo bucket dump or something. Yeah. Back everything up on your cloud. Yeah. You know, I've been trying for months to get into my old MySpace to get those photos, but I can't fucking get into it. I can get into mine, but what's crazy is it won't all. Oh, you're friends with me on there. So I can, if you can get into yours. Yeah. If you can get my photos off there. I'm not doing all that, but I'll give you my Well, login. give me your login. <laughs> you can do Asshole. that. I'll give you my login and you can try to do it. But what I was saying is when I log into MySpace, everything doesn't load on my page. Like I probably only get maybe 25% of the photos that are in albums. Oh. On my page. The rest won't load. And I'm like, wow, okay. Your music doesn't play when you- thing, But you know, I would like to have it all. And they're all shitty grainy quality because we had fucked up phones back then. Your your music doesn't play when you log into your page. No, all my HTML codes are like expired or whatever. They don't, they aren't active anymore. Hey, we didn't realize how good we had it with my with MySpace. We didn't have no fucking ads. We really could design our page. We could put slideshows on the front. Music, it really turn off. Yeah, a lot of shit. It really was. It thinking about it now compared to what we have, it really was like the best social media. Yeah, for sure. And that reminds just, me, um, it makes me think of the early 2000s. Did you see that like low rise mini skirts are back? I'm not wearing low rise shit so that my fupa <laughs> can hang over it. Or no. so you can just look hella wide. Like I feel like that always makes people just look hey. like not flattering. <laughs> and the low rise mini skirts always fucking, not only do they make you look wide, it makes everybody's ass look flat. I don't give Absolutely. a fuck how flat your ass is completely flat and just like it's like pelvis it's just too much pelvis yes but they've made it to the runway you know fashion week has been going on in paris and it was in new york and um i saw some posts that they already they made it to the runway so they're officially like trying to bring them back please it's not a good look i'm not jumping on that i don't care like no i'm staying on i'm staying on high-waisted forever (laughs) forever Call me out of style or whatever. I'm not jumping on that. You know, my belly button is way too high for low-waisted anything. <laughs> my belly button is like up here, dude. Shut up. I have so much lower stomach that my belly button is like so disproportioned. There's so no you're fucking not down way. For that anyway. Yeah. No. Sure. Fuck that. Hey, you guys. Shit is heavy in the world right now, and some days feels like it's falling apart. I know for me personally, my anxiety has been out of control lately. If you're stressed, dealing with anger, grief, trauma, maybe having some relationship issues, or even having trouble sleeping, this is where BetterHelp comes in. BetterHelp is online counseling that is there for you 24-7. Join the already 1 million people taking charge of their mental health today. Eliminate that sometimes awkward feeling of sitting in an office waiting room and connect with a professional counselor in a private environment through text, email, or video chat. If you're not happy with the counselor you get, you can always request another at no additional charge. Join now and receive 10% off your first month with discount code HELLO. 
That's betterhelp.com slash hello. We have a special offer right now with Hella Infused CBD Infused Beauty Products. Uh, we mentioned them last episode, but they're running a special for Hello Dysfunction listeners. If you use the code Hello Dysfunction at checkout, you get free shipping and a free surprise gift. Not only that, but the coolest part. All proceeds from Hello Dysfunction listener purchases will go to the nonprofit organization Sisters Helping Hands. Um, Hella Infused is trying to raise $1,000 to feed the homeless, and they've given us this special code exclusively for our listeners and your all of your proceeds will go to that fund. So you guys, let's do our part. They have some really cool new shit like a CBD infused honey an infused pain oil, and an infused sea moss. On top of great quality products, she'll be helping the community, which you all know is definitely my kind of company. Uh, check them out. You can find them at hellainfused.com or on Instagram at hella underscore infused. <laughs> Other early 2000s news. I mean, it's current, but you know, she was hot then. Britney Spears has been acting a goddamn fool. Oh, she's like, my conservatorship is ending, bitch. So, bitch, I'm never putting on clothes again. Have you seen uh, you her Instagram? Her topless photos and shit? Every day she's naked. And I'm like, at first I was like, okay, girl, I love it, whatever, you know. And then it's like by day 10, I'm like, girl. <laughs> Are you ever going to put on some outfits? I made jokes in the beginning. Like, this is not making her, this is not helping her case, you know? Because <laughs> she wants to look all competent and everything. But um, no, that bitch is still naked every day, not putting on no clothes. You know, also- I'm not, I mean, she, she probably feels really free now. Girl, her captions, though, are like, you read them and you get dizzy. You're like, like my okay. dad wrote them. Yes, exactly. It, it feels a little schizophrenic when you. Yeah, no, it. you can tell that she does suffer some. Yeah, from some mental illness for, for sure. sure. For sure. But um, yeah, I was just laughing because I was like, this bitch is living her life now. She's like, I'm never putting on a top again, bitch. Never, never. And we know some people like that. <laughs> yeah, we do. But you know, whatever. If you like it, I love it. Yeah, same. Um, tomorrow, I have another fucking appointment to do my eyebrows. Oh, to fix that one part? Girl, and the thing is, because um, a lot of people have been asking me for her info, so I sent it to a lot of people, but uh, my plan and my intention was to make a post and just tag her, you know, when I finally get them to where I want to be. But mm -hmm. my issue is I'm not getting no discounts on these appointments. This is now my third appointment, me going. And I'm going to tell her, like, these are corrections that you're doing. I shouldn't have to pay the no, price. I've never. Up, you know? I'm tired of being cool. Like I was being hella cool about it, but it's like, this is adding up. This is turning into like $1,500 now. Listen, your eyebrow is not straight. They're not even, okay? Yeah. So you should not be having to pay for something that should have been done within the first two appointments. Cause you right. you always need two appointments when you do your eyebrows. Yeah. But You're it's making me feel like, are you fucking them up on purpose? So I have to keep coming back? Like, is you that the Is that the So here's the thing. 
you shouldn't be paying for a third appointment. She should be fixing it. Or you should be like, I'm telling everybody you do fucked up work. Yeah, that's what it's going to come down to. I'm going to think of a way to politely say that tomorrow. Because, you know, I don't want to get smart and then have her tattoo my face. So yeah. I'm going to just be like, you know, let's let's work this out. Because um, I should not be paying you again now. This is turning into $1,500 for my that makes no. It makes no sense. Like, no. imagine you go get your, your nails done and you're like, I'm not happy with them. But the person yeah. that did them is like, well, I like them. It doesn't yeah. fucking matter if you like them. This is no. my face, my body. And I didn't wait to tell her there was an issue. Like the last time I told her as soon as she was finished, like this yeah. is not okay right here. And she was like, well, I can't keep going over that spot. Like you have to come back in six weeks for me to do anything. And then it started to feel like, well, bitch, are you fucking up little things on purpose so that I have to keep coming back or like what? I'm sure by this point, she's ready to be done with me. So just do my shit the way I want. Fix it. Let me go. I've never heard of somebody who, you know, does beauty shit like this, making, making you pay for a correction when they, they initially fucked it up. You didn't fuck it up. You didn't dig a chunk out. Like that's how she made them uneven. Right. One is significantly higher than the other. It's above where my natural brow line is. Like I'm going to just show her all that again tomorrow and then I'll update y'all and let you know what happened. Hopefully I don't have to like knock shit over or act crazy. Right. I'll bail you out because I feel it. Eyebrows are important. I keep thinking it's tomorrow. Today is Tuesday. Yeah. It's Thursday. So yes, today I went to go pick up Bunny an hour early because I thought today was fucking Wednesday. All day I've been thinking it's Wednesday. Do you think it's Wednesday today? I don't know. No. The whole last week has not felt like the day that it actually is to me. I don't know what that's about. (laughs) But every day has felt like a different day than what it's what I'm being told. I have weeks like that. This week's been okay, though. Well, I'm glad it was okay for someone, not for me. No. <laughs> um, so earlier, uh, I was talking to Kobe, Mark's friend, and we were talking about how... If you have a threesome with two girls, it's called a threesome. But if you have a threesome with a woman and two men, it's called a fucking train, right? Yeah. Um, And we were talking about why that is and shit. And he was going into how um, either way, if there's two people of the same sex, you kind of got to be not necessarily attracted, but you have to be... um, okay with being naked of someone of the same sex because it's possible you might touch and, you know, rub body parts on accident, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, he was like, now imagine you have two guys and a woman and they're not okay with that. And they're like doing their best to make sure they don't touch and and it becomes awkward. And it's me. So I purposely make them touch. (laughs) He's like, so, you know, it becomes awkward and very mechanical. You have one at the front and one at the end and they're going like this. And he goes, he goes, it ends up being like, what are those finger tortures? Those Chinese Chinese fingers? fingers Yes. Oh my God. And I was crying laughing because of course I just picture this lady with a head and legs and her body's like one of them. Yes. Finger tortures. Have you ever watched? 
What? Have you ever got your fingers stuck in one of those? Yeah, but I know how to get them out easily. But um, I thought you were going to say, have you ever got a train ran on you? That's have you like, uh, I haven't actually. I've only done two girls and one guy, right? But, but you want to cool. do an Eiffel Tower, right? An Eiffel Tower? Yeah, they called it an Eiffel Tower because basically when the two guys are banging you, they reach their hands up and high five like an Eiffel I mean, Tower. I ain't never <laughs> done it in my life. But yeah, I do. That's a goal, right? That's right. Like, on my bucket list. I always have wanted to do that. Right. Um, but oh, knowing me, I'm going to put one of them in a headlock and make them like slam them on the other one's dick or something like, and kill them. To be immature about it. Yeah. To be very immature and like break the tension. And, you know, so then we were getting into, um, you know, picking two men for something like that. Um, he, you know, he was like, you got to be really careful because men have egos and, and what if they get pissed and they fight or, you know, um, if you got two friends, you got to make sure they're real comfortable with each other. He was like, it's much easier to find two women to participate in something like that than it would be two men. But you know, I don't have experience no, with either. So I don't I know. Don't think so I'll say from experience, um, and you might be able to chime in on this, but like, growing up we had a lot of friends that were comfortable fucking in front of each other yeah like that was like a regular thing that wasn't even like a shocking oh my god that was like uh like cover up like there was none of that yeah it was just like you know same room different beds minding your own business yeah yeah. sometimes maybe even side by side on the same bed like I think that might may have happened at some point but like the dudes were not tripping. They were not worried about being naked in front of each other or like a competition or anything. Maybe, maybe a fun competition, but not like ego competition. You know what I mean? Right. And I would like to think that with time, it's gotten a little more progressive. Right. But there's also people that like run trains on bitches and their relatives. You know what I mean? Like I've heard a lot about brothers running trains on bitches or cousins running trains, you know, and it could be totally um you know not romantic between them two obviously and just they focus on the bitch okay so that's that's the other thing he said the reason it's called a train and the other one is a threesome because typically when you have two women all three of the parties are all messing with each other no they're not not always no they're not i've been in a lot so where what the two women just focus on the guy then yes yes Okay, so it does happen like that then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. But he was he was so saying he's not the fucking orgy expert. So no. No, he, no, he was basically saying that would be the difference between a, a train and a threesome. No but matter. No, that's, that's not automatically um, a given that that it goes like that. No, because there's a lot right. of women that are not by that are still involved in those kind of um, arrangements. You know. Okay. Right. So that's what he was saying. Regardless of if it's two women or two men, the difference would be. A threesome would be where everybody entertains each other. And then um, a train would be where they just focus on the one gender. Mm, Regardless of genders. Yes and no. I know a lot of people that just call three people, no matter who's with who, a threesome because it's three people involved. Right. So that's not a guarantee that everybody is partying with everybody, I guess you'll say. I think a train is like an outdated derogatory term. It is. And it's always applying to two men, one woman. Yeah. A train is never two women and one man. 
right that when someone says a train that's not what they mean so yeah right or whatever um i just i just call them all fucking threesomes foursomes orgies whatever yeah but i remember the term train was used to shame girls when we were younger you know yeah for sure because people were doing it and then like no one wanted that exposed so then when it did get exposed it was as like an insult or as a weapon to fucking bust people yes. out yeah so right. that's why you know there's a stigma to it now so people don't really want to admit that they would want to do that or whatever like i've said on social media before that i you know it's on my bucket list and people are like oh you're fucking crazy you're crazy and i'm like am i like you know because i don't think two so girls, two girls and one guy is never looked at like that like that's damn near regular Right. Uh, I don't think terms of conditioning and people making you think that that's like conditioning. There it is. Yeah, it is. So I don't agree with that. To me, it's no, no more shocking than the other way. Yeah. I just feel like fucking do you, if that's what you're into fucking, if you're into fucking six people all going at it, fucking do it. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever Um, floats your fucking orgasm. Right. So I was going to hold off on mentioning this, but I'm excited. So I guess I'll just mention it. Um, I booked another surgery. <laughs> I told you guys she has a fucking problem. It's I have a lot of problems. I, listen, I have a lot of little problems, problem areas. Um, it's not all mental. I have a lot of little things that I may want to fix. Why should right. I? Them, right. So this is something that is actually genetic. Um, it's not, it doesn't come from being overweight or whatever, but I have like a double chin that like goes into my neck and it's gotten more prominent. Even back in the day, I always had a little bit of it there. Um, if you notice like my women in my family have it, it's genetic, right? Yeah. When I was my skinniest, I still had that right there, like that bulge. And it's just more prominent now that I've gotten older. And so why not? I want to get rid of it. So yeah. So I made, um, I contacted some doctors or whatever and um, I found a surgeon in LA and they just happened to like be <laughs> same weekend that I'm going there in a couple weeks. I already had plans to go there to like, it's you know, serendipity, you know, it's meant to be. So I was like, fuck it. I sent the deposit. I filled out my paperwork, sent all that in yesterday and I'm going to get it done. And I'm excited because this is something I'm insecure about. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not insecure about my nose anymore, but like back in the day I used to be. And if I had the money back in the day, I would have fixed it. Now I'm, I'm so not. glad you didn't. Me too. Me too. Because I love your I nose. I feel like I wouldn't look right with a different nose, but no, um, but now like I just, I have that feeling again of being insecure about something. And that's really kind of the only thing that is a problem for me that I find myself trying to hide or conceal all the time. So, and it's tattooed. So it's like, it's very much like on display. I don't know. I just need to fix it. I'm all so for fixing. I'm all for fixing anything. Yeah. Fix whatever the fuck you want to fix. Like if it bothers you, fix it. I'm not fixing shit for nobody else. So I think it's okay. I, I think that's where you run into problems when you're making physical changes on yourself or other people, yes. like partner, you know, yep. be more appealing to another, to another person. This yeah. is shit that's bothering me. So if it right. bothers me, I'm going to fix it, whether it be through fillers, surgeries, fucking whatever. This is right. And, and I like the fact that you're not going fully under. That makes me feel more yeah. comfortable. 
Oh yeah, that's another thing. So the surgeon does it under local anesthesia and I'm finding that a lot of them do do it this way. I have a friend, a girlfriend who just recently got the same thing done from a different surgeon, but she was awake. She fucking FaceTimed me right before they started and they were giving her like laughing gas and local anesthesia. And that's what this surgeon is going to do. So it's, it's less risky also because I'm not being put under. And yeah. It's only like an hour or two procedure. And then I just put on that fucking head strap thing and then I could go home or whatever the same day. Oh, good. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm excited to see your results. Yeah. Cause I really need it. So let's fucking get that out of here. <laughs> check that one off the fucking yeah, list. Check that off my list. Get it out of here. So have you watched anything? I have a list. Yeah. Okay. Good so shit. there's been some good shit lately. Did you watch The Guilty with Jake Gyllenhaal? I did. I and really, so I just want to say, at first I thought it was good. You know, he's a dispatcher. He's a cop that plays a dispatcher. And it's, it's about. very much like The Call with Halle Berry. The, but In at the, the end, at the end, when you find out what he did. Don't tell the movie. I, I'm going to say, I feel like it is very much cop propaganda to get you to feel sympathy for a cop, for motherfuckers that do fucked up shit. And I was pissed that I spent time watching that movie at the end. I was. I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it like they're showing the, the shady shit that cops do. But the way shining a light on it. So like they weren't trying to make the cops look good. They were showing like this shit really be happening. That's how I looked at it. At the end though, when there's all the crying and the doing the right thing and shit, I, I just felt like. But they made it obvious that that wasn't the norm. Like he had to convince people, you know, I don't want to say too much of the movie, but like he had to convince people to do the right thing because he was really the only one that wanted to do the right thing. You get what I'm saying? If you watch like They weren't making it look like that was the norm. They were making it look like he just happened to want to do the right thing and everybody else was shocked by it because they usually don't, you know? I just got the feeling that they wanted you to invoke sympathy or empathy at the end when he's crying and shit. Yeah, no, I didn't feel any of that. Oh, I did. I was like, this is fucking cop propaganda. No, no. Because you see his coat. I mean, I don't want to talk too much about it. You guys go watch it. It's good, though. I mean, the ending kind of pissed me off, but it was good. Yeah, I thought I thought it was good up until the end when I was like, oh, yeah. Tell us what you think. <clears throat> well, um, what did I watch? I watched. Have you watched fucking Squid Games? Did we talk about this already? So Mark and Stevie have watched it. I caught bits and pieces, especially uh, episode six. It's too much for me to handle. Great. It's too much. All right. Well, um, so basically a lot of people, social media friends and shit were like, oh, have you watched it? You hella need to watch it. I think you would like it. And so I saw the cover on Netflix and I looked at it and just the color scheme and shit. I was like, I'm not going to like this. Is this like some video game shit? Or like, I didn't know what to expect. Right. So I was like, I don't even want to watch this. And then Bunny came in one day and she was like, no, you need to watch it. And she like used the word twisted. As soon as you say twisted, bitch, I'm on board. So I was like, okay, 
I'm going to start it. So she convinced me and I fucking turned it on and I, I finished that shit in like a day and a half. And it's so fucking good. And um, if you don't watch it, you're not going to get a lot of the references in memes right now because there's hella memes going around. Um, Netflix has announced that this is the top series in 900 countries. Um, something like that. And like, it's, it's their fucking most- horrible, dude. The, it's the- their most watched series ever in all of the world. It's their most watched series. And then I read that the original writer of the show um, he wrote it like 10 years ago, 12 years ago. And um, he kept getting shut down by everybody, everybody he presented it to. They they wow. were like, no, they rejected him. And then now 10 or 12 years later, it's number one, like in the world. It just goes to show like, don't quit, like keep going, you know? Right, like, right. You, know, you get discouraged or whatever. If you really feel it, like keep going. Yeah, it's fucking, it's very traumatic. There's a it's traumatic. It drags a lot of emotion out and it's very yeah, it you on edge. So like, it's, uh, yeah, it's a lot. It, it's it's a too, lot, but I, I liked it. It's too overstimulating for me. Like it's overwhelming. Yeah. Like I, I already feel like that on a daily basis emotionally. Yeah, so yeah. that just makes it so much more intense. So I was able to watch bits and pieces. Yeah. But fuck that episode six, dude. So I think there's only like eight or nine. And the marble episode. Fuck that. Don't talk about it. I can say marbles. Don't do that. Just be very vague. You you said six. Just say six. It's horrible. It's it's a great show though. I think you guys should watch it, and I think you will enjoy it like the rest of the world. Unless you're built like me, then fucking do yourself a favor. Um, I also watched a series yesterday and the day before. I finished it in two days. It's called Made. Have you seen that? No made like you know a maid that you hire or whatever it's this white girl and she has a kid and she's kind of in a dysfunctional um relationship and so the series i was getting pissed off uh in different parts of the series because she just wasn't making good decisions but um it it's like shines light on a lot of government programs and like what type of hoops you have to jump in through to to get take advantage of any of these like government benefits, government subsidies, shit like that. Um, that looked really realistic, you know, the examples they gave of that. But it was good, and I want I'm like, does it have a happy? It did kind of have a happy ending. It's a show, or is it documentary it's style? It's a show. Oh, okay. It's a show, and I want to say there's like 10 episodes, but it was really good. I watched, um, have you watched the new Wonder Years? Mm-mm. I, I like it. it. I, didn't, I didn't know it was out already, but I had read about it coming back. So I think there's two episodes out. I fucking like it a lot. Is it on Netflix? Um, I can't remember if it's Netflix, Hulu, or it might be... Um, I think I had to get the ABC app. I think that's right, what it that, was. That sounds like uh, you're guessing. What? That sounds a lot like you're guessing. So we'll just go ahead and search it. Google it. But it's really good. You know, this time it's done with a black family. Yeah. And it covers some race issues. And it, I, it's fucking good. So far, it's really good. So the original one, it took place like in the 50s, right? 60s. 60s. Okay. Is it and still so this time? Yep. Okay, that's what I wondered. It's still the late 60s or mid-late 60s. Your hair kind of looks like mid to late 60s today. Does it? 
It does. It looks very share. It's giving very share or very, all you need is a, like this in the back. What's that called? A beehive? Yeah. It's giving that. It's giving very much like that 60s. Yeah. Before we recorded, I'm like side part or middle. She's like middle. The side part is for old people. Apparently now. we're not supposed to do a side part. So yeah. And I'm like, my head is so long. She's being all cute for these fucking video episodes and I'm still not there yet. And I think you look fucking great. One eye is bigger than the other right now. Do you ever get allergies and you rub your eyes so hard they bleed in the corners? No, but I don't know if it was from doing that or what, but I have a permanent, I always look like I've smoked hella weed, my left eye, because permanently right here, yeah. There's a pop. See, it's a pop blood vessel. It. Yeah, I see it. I've noticed it's, that on your eyes before. It's permanent. Oh, that's great. Yeah, even Visine doesn't clear it. So I rub with my knuckles hella fucking hard and Ooh. dig in my eyes, right? And I shouldn't do that. It's bad, mm -hmm. but I do it. And I lately I've been doing it so much that this side started bleeding yesterday. And so there was- like, So if you look at me right now, this one is a lot more closed than this one, but- <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to blame it on allergies. Um, other shit that I've been watching, there is a series right now on HBO Max called The Way Down. And there's like another, you know, longer title that goes with it. But The Way Down, it's on HBO Max. And it's about like a religious cult that was led by this lady that had big, huge blonde hair. She was, it was like a Christian church cult type thing. Is she the one that collected kids? Uh, she, she didn't collect kids, but she like taught her followers like really harsh ways of disciplining kids. Oh. And so some fucked up things ended up happening that she like kind of was getting blamed for with kids. But, um, it's, it's crazy. She started her career, like, I forget what it was called. There was a name for it, but it was like losing weight for God. Oh my God. It's like basically like this weight plan that got all popular, like in, it looked like the nineties and early two thousands. Like if you, you could eat whatever you want, you just have to know portion control and like stop when, you know, just eat some of it and then stop. And so the way she presented it and shit, you know, wasn't like calling it portion control. She was acting like she invented it and it was like losing weight for Jesus. Oh and all these fucking people like became followers of hers. And some of them lost like over a hundred pounds and shit. So it starts out with, with that, like how she got popular, how she got a following, all that shit. Then she started feeling herself so much that it turned into, okay, I'm going to just make my own church. Cause like I'm the prophet, right? Oh my God. You got a little carried away, but this shit is good. The bitch is fucking crazy. I was not expecting the end at all. And it's good. It's on HBO max. And I want to say there's only probably like eight episodes of that one too, maybe 10, but um, I watched it super fast. It's good. Cults are something that I always go down fucking rabbit holes with, dude. Yeah. yeah. If, she, as long as, as you can literally get people to do God fearing people, you can literally you can Get, use that like to do anything for. I honestly believe that's all it was made for. Religion is a tool to control people. And it has been yeah. since the beginning of time. That's why I always clarify I'm spiritual. I'm not yeah. religious. I, I'm anti-religion 100%. Um, and I believe that religion was created to control the masses. And so we've seen Definitely. 
different people use religion in shady fucked up ways and this is just like another example of that and and, and she threw in some weight loss for razzle dazzle and you, and you know remember in the mid to late 90s uh fad diets were like all yes. the rage there was yes. slim and that's exactly when this was popping yep yeah let's talk remember the there was like richard simmons the cabbage soup diet fucking so many diet pills with fucking ephedra uh yeah. what was it called dexatram like yeah, all that crazy yeah and it's it's like they they show that and they show like the marketing and shit and it was so fucking offensive she's basically her whole message is like god doesn't want you fat like you, you, you fat will bitches blessed. you will be blessed and you'll go to heaven if you lose that motherfucking weight is basically what her message was and it's she's, so fucking offensive the way that she's they like god hates fat people and you won't hate it. god hates it get that fucking fat off of you and then you'll be blessed oh my god it's nuts but you could just also look at the timeline and like she started out looking like this housewife and had this little 90s hair in the beginning and then by the end she's full on like fucking Tammy Faye Baker and also that that psychic lady you know that New Jersey psychic or Long Island psychic or whatever yeah. that big ass fucking blonde white lady hair she turned into like that like the final fighter of that it's crazy. You got to watch I was it. Gonna, I was going to say the Long Island Lolita. That, yeah, her, the Long Island medium or whatever. She's fucking. Yeah, no, it's medium. Like the final boss of that with Tammy Faye Baker. It's crazy. Like emerging. Yeah. Ew. I was happy. I was happy to watch that, to even find it. I just kind of stumbled on it and I was like, this bitch looks crazy. Let me see what it's about. And I was so pleased. That's it's something good. I'll probably watch. Yeah. I love cult shit. Um, that and then one more thing that I had written down for like shit I watched. This is not a this is the, from the Predators I caught with Chris Chris Hansen podcast. It's not oh. the show. Um, I just wanted to point out that they did a whole segment in Bowling Green, Kentucky. And we have a very a listener that we're very fond of that we love very much. Yes. Lucy, that love lives, him. Love him. He lives there. So every time Chris Hansen is like, this is another one from the crazy wild season we had in Bowling Green, Kentucky. <laughs> is this one of Juicy Boosie's neighbors? Or like, have they come into his job before? Or you know what Shut I mean? Like, how big is this town in Kentucky? And like, they caught hella people there. So yeah, it always makes me think about him. He's so going to go watch it. You should listen to those episodes. He's going to go watch it now. Like, do I know them? It's the podcast. It's the podcast. But yeah, mm. if you go look at the episodes from the show, yeah, they, they have them on there too. Probably on YouTube or something. Wow. Mm-hmm. We have um, birthdays. I have a write-in. I think it's a birthday. Hold on. Do you want to do it? I do you want to do, do it, girl? I only have one. I just want to do the one I have. Okay. Oh no, this is from Bunny's teacher, fucking up in English. Um, so the one I have is from Melissa. Do you have that one? I do. I'll delete it though. You yeah. do it. Okay, I'll read it. Okay. Hi, aunties. Um, I wanted to ask if you ladies could give a birthday shout out to my best friend, Veronica Zamora. Her birthday is was October 4th. Was that yesterday? I think so. 
Uh, we've been best friends since high school. She's a true ride or die. The crystal to my potafria, the yin Aww. to my yang. It's the friendship where you don't have to ever worry about ever being judged. And no matter how long you haven't seen each other, you can call on them anytime and they will be there for you. No one in the world makes me laugh as much as her, honestly, truly. Vero, I am so proud of you and what you've accomplished in life so far. I'm proud of you for leaving that job that didn't make you happy and for going back to school, not giving up. We've gone from smoking weed and backyard shows to getting degrees and taking care of fur babies. Mm -hmm. Aww. I appreciate you so much and I can't wait for your birthday month to continue. Love, Lisette. Oh, happy birthday. That's so sweet. Yeah, very fucking sweet. Happy birthday. Hella sweet. All right. Um, so somehow this got overlooked in our DMs. It's from August. Oh, sorry. And I found it and um I just wanted to read it. It's sweet. It says I don't know if this is where I do a birthday shout out and I know this would be a little late, but I wanted to do one for my best friend, Jessica, who passed away in 2016. Her birthday is the 16th of August and I want to shout her out and keep her memory alive. Maybe someone who knew her listens to this podcast. She was the best person, op open-minded and different, but in the best way. She would have loved your podcast. I miss her so much and love her. She was my girlfriend off and on. But she wanted to date men too, so we decided we were better off friends. She was very special to me. But anyways, thank you if you can shout her out. I know she's not alive, but she'll still hear it from the other side. Oh, don't. Happy gonna... birthday. Do you want to make me fucking cry? I know. I'm like, fuck. The other day, was it you that posted the thing about if I die, like for your best friend? Yes. Like, clear my phone history, blah, blah, blah. And the last one said, don't forget me. And I like immediately started crying. I wasn't even on that. And I was just like, oh my God. Stop. <laughs> That's really fucking sweet because, you know, eventually everybody's forgotten, you know? Yeah. Whether it's, yeah, it's not intentional, but yeah yeah i read that one and i was just like oh my god that broke me down yeah the last one says remember me oh, okay <laughs> let's get into some dysfunction okay fuck fucking fuck why'd i find that why <laughs> i just thought it was so fucking sweet dude i thought it was important for sure. It is. It is important. Okay. So this says, my daughter's account got hacked. I have questions for you guys. Oh, At first I was like, wait, why? <laughs> Did y'all okay. do it? Right. Did you dysfunctional bitches do something? <laughs> right. Okay. Hi, ladies. I'm sending this question to you because you guys are amazing and know tons of stuff on my daughter's account on Instagram. Got hacked. And then they made an OnlyFans for her. Oh, no. She's 18, so I don't know how to take care of this. I've contacted a whole bunch of things, but I figured that you guys might know more than I do, and I'm sure you might have more resources than I do. If you could possibly let me know, that would be wonderful. I know you get emails and questions all the time. I just want to say thank you so much for all you guys do. You're amazing and help me through some very dark days. I don't know what the fuck to do with this. Can you contact? Well, 
here's the thing. No. So you probably should thing. talk to your child. You should For talk sure. to your child. And because your child is 18, you should keep an open mind and just let them do them. Yep. And I'm all I'm going to say, I don't want to get anybody in trouble, but all I'm going to say is that you have to provide documentation and photos and verifying things to start an OnlyFans. So your daughter may have done this on her own and yeah. is scared of how you're going to react. Right. So, so yeah, you need, so don't make it worse by reacting nope. how they probably think that you will because yes. know that you, they, there's a lot of shit you got to do to verify that it's you. You can't just hack and, and I make a OnlyFans of crystal. You cannot fucking know because how are they going to keep getting material? Right. That and also, um, you know, just for legality reasons, they have to make sure trip double, triple check that it's you. I believe you have to upload your ID. It's like there's that's one of the steps. But yeah. So. So you have to have ID. You have to have bank information. Otherwise, they won't even open the page without bank information entered. Like they make sure it's you. Yeah. So don't be mad at your baby, please. And just know that they're 18. So just tell them how to be safe and yep. don't, you know, get mad. Yep. Hold on really quick. This, let me get something. I'll edit this out myself. Nope, you fucking won't. That's what you won't no, do. No, the whole episode is gone. No, you won't edit a goddamn thing. <laughs> no, you just do what you got to do and let's keep it moving. <laughs> this bitch. Somebody's feeling grown today and no you're you're absolutely not. Do you have any other write-ins? I do. Hold on. Sorry. I'm doing uh bullshit right now. I'm grabbing Advil and Pepsi. Sorry. Uno moment. My nose is running from crying. You're over there doing coke and you don't want anybody to see. <laughs> Say what it really you, is. Oh my. Nope. This is the empty one. God damn it. I got heartburn hella bad right now. This is really unprofessional, just so you know. Story of my life. We could edit it. It's dysfunctional. My hair today looks like those Mormons, like the uh, polygamists. Shut the fuck up. I've been watching that too. And this is the little oomph that they have. Don't you love that shit? The Mormons are so intriguing. Yes. You got to hurry up. I know you hear pee pee. Mm. Why did I think that was one of my cats? Because it sounds like a fucking baby cat. Okay. This is a long one. I'm going to read it really okay, quick. We gotta wrap it up. I, I can't. You want me to read it? Uh, yeah, I need to wrap it up. I'll just do the short one. We'll save the long one for next episode. Okay. 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 How do you guys feel about women or men? I guess marrying for money. I think people should live their life. Who am I to judge? But at the same time, I think it makes a person shallow and materialistic. What are your thoughts? Just thinking about an old friend who did this. I say fucking do it. I say mind your business. Like a lot of mothers and grandmothers and a lot of families like are only with who they're with because of uh, like economic status, I guess. Back in the day, that was like a huge deal. And in a lot of cultures, that was a huge deal in picking a spouse. 
So I just feel like if, you know, do what's good for you. It's not really anybody else's business. And, um, yeah, I, I don't want to have a, too much of an opinion about it because I've dated people that have absolutely no money, nothing to offer me other than love. And I've loved them just as much as I did people that had endless money that, you know, like it didn't, it didn't change either way. So like, uh, I would like to say men are not as dumb as we fucking think. Sometimes they're very intentional. And I think for the most part, men with hella money know that super women or not even superficial women women money is going to be an attractive quality and i think deep down they might know that that might be the main reason but yeah. she has big tits and sucks a mean dick so they're like it's a great trade-off everybody has what they are in it for there's a you know yes. whether it be money or sex or great sense of humor or they could cook yep. everything i like they're a great parent you know there's always something making you decide. I think a lot of people with money are able to get great partners without having a personality, without having humor and a personality. I feel like it makes up for a lot for lacking that. So they kind of have that cheat code. So I'm not mad at someone that is dating them for that reason, because some of them need that, you know, that, uh, yeah. Right. Like, because I know a lot of rich people that aren't fun and don't have any personality otherwise. And sometimes that's all they can really offer in the relationship. Is they're a wet a, noodle. A, a wet, soggy blanket, but they're a great provider. Yeah. That, that could be some people's strong point. I don't know. It's not my business, so I don't care. Yeah, I don't either. Do you? That's how I feel. Yeah. As long as nobody gets hurt, I don't give a fuck. Right. Basically. That's it. Okay, sorry to cut this short, but Peepee's like losing it, and I've had her locked up in the room by her, not by herself. She's chained <laughs> up right now. Her out of this fucking Rubbermaid bin that I bought from Target. <laughs> She's in Dottie's old kennel. The dude is like supply is running fucking low. I gotta get her out. Okay, that's it. Suck it easy. Okay, go to bed. Mm-hmm.